Hello, hello, and welcome to the Top Guys Movie Podcast. Uh, today we're going to be talking about baseball movies. What are the best ones? What are honorable mentions? Uh, this is a, a category I think a lot of people understand. We're also going to be talking about Justin's love life again, uh, the possibility that he might have lupus, and many, many, many more things. Stick around, won't you? Hello, hello. Welcome to the Top Guys Movie Podcast. This is your top guy, Jim Davis, and with me is the other top guy, Justin Gardy. Justin, how the hell are you? Skip the fucking introductions. This is the third time that we've tried to record, all because of our third wheel who wants to join this podcast, wants to talk a little movies. I don't know. Might be good. She might not be. Not sure if she knows how to plug and play a microphone, and now it's 7.12. Yesterday, last week, we didn't start till 8.39. I got things to do. I got people to see, parties to go to. I'm a man of the people. And so this is an issue. So we're going to have to talk real... We're gonna have to talk really fast, get this rolling. But I do have some list items. I got some stuff I we need gotta, to discuss. We gotta get to the list items because, like I said in one of the <laughs> other three podcasts that we started tonight, uh, I got a lot of feedback from the last uh, bullet items that you had uh, in our last podcast, and the feedback was uh, generally that it was fucking hilarious. So, uh, you know, let's let's get into it. Let's get into the line items. Let's let's talk about whatever crazy bullshit you've got on your mind, Justin. Please go. All right. Well, it's not going to be nothing. Nothing's going to be as good as a 24-year-old with five kids. Rest, you know, you know. May God forever help help her soul. So, however, you know, so I had the rheumatoid test, you know, and then the doctor seems to leave me a voicemail two days later because I had my blood sent to Mayo, like the affluent people do. Mayo Clinic, no big deal. Yeah. Flex, Talk whatever. Guys. Top 10% salary earner, no big deal. Country, <laughs> world, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> anyways. So she leaves me a voicemail and says, uh, you do not have rheumatoid arthritis, although your rheumatoid factors are high. I have sent your information to the rheumatologist who will call you to set up an appointment because she's stumped. So lack really? ter- terrible choice of words on the stump thing. However, I did my research. It can't be anything too bad. Uh, however, the rheumatologist, they're backed up like three months. So if I'm decaying in the bed because I'm dead because of something, because they couldn't figure it out, because they're too slow and didn't invite me and couldn't make an appointment in three months, they still haven't called me to schedule the appointment. They go through records every day and then they're going to call me. So then I got to figure, then I got to wait. You know? So I'm waiting. So I don't understand. So you don't have rheumatoid arthritis, but the RF factor is through the roof right now. Yeah, and if you Google that, there's a couple of different reasons why lupus would be one, which is lupus. Yeah, that's not good. That's not bad. That's not good. I don't know anything about lupus, but is it meningitis? Scoliosis? No, lupus? Is it lupus? (laughs) Neither is chocolate. It's kind of like the same thing. All right. You know, if you eat a bag of Swedish fish, that's not good. No, that's not. I mean, it is good. It's delicious while they're going down, but it's not good. Lupus, like you're not, like you're not. Inflammation, difficult to diagnose. Some people are born with. I, I don't know. Well, but, but you're we're a, not gonna you're, know. You're a mess. What about your? What about Donna? What about Ralph? I mean, what are the, do they have? Do they have rheumatoid factor? What about Grandma? Grandma I news. Does I, she have I don't rheumatoid know. factor? High no, rheumatoid no, factor. No rheumatoid factors. This is just you know. I got the rheumatoid factors. So we won't find out for three months. You know. Hopefully I'm around. You'll be fine. You know. You never know. Next thing Dude, you know. I'm in a wheelchair, one leg, and that's definitely going to hinder my goals of 65 years old banging 20. That would be a major problem. 
I don't know. There's, there's somebody for everybody out there. Maybe that'll attract people. You never you know. You say the same shit. Someone for everyone. Let me tell you something. The person who is attracted to a person with one leg in a wheelchair is not someone I'm attracted to. Okay? <laughs> what do you think that person looks like? I don't know. You never know, man. You do never know. Look, here's sure. the thing. Even even guys, one-legged guys in wheelchairs. But, and plus, you got to lie. What you do is you just say, I'm, I'm a war vet. You know, yeah. this happened, that happened. Next thing you know, bang, yeah. boom, you're good to go. You got to know how to work it. That's all. Yeah. So that was my first thing. Um, I've been trying to figure out how to how to get followers, you know, with this podcast. Yeah. Or we can think of a better way to get people involved. So, like, even JP today was like, hey, I want to listen to more of your podcasts. And I said, what do you mean? They're up on Spotify. They're up on Apple Podcasts. He had no idea. So he, he went on and was like texting me about how he was laughing at the at the twenty four year old with the five kids and this and that. And mm-hmm. I was like I was like, make sure you you know you hit the like and subscribe button because they you know don't that's do how that. no one ever does it. They go and they listen, but they never click subscribe. But they I don't do that on YouTube either. Like if I sometimes like I go on YouTube at night just to look at and it's specific like the same people, but I'm not subscribed to them. They just show up on my homepage as cause I it remembers what I like and such. Like, for instance, like Bustin' with the Boys podcast, the two football players, which I think we get along very well with. Um, and one of them actually went to Nebraska, and the other one um, plays for the Titans. Uh, that, but so it just shows up on the, like when a new one, it'll show up because YouTube's smart and stuff. But I don't, I'm, I don't subscribe, and I don't know why I don't subscribe. I mean, it's not really that big of a deal, but. Um, well, you don't know those guys. You would think at the very least, whoever those busting with the boys, whatever that is, you would think in their at least in their they're leveraging their their community and their network to say, hey, please go and like and subscribe so we can get some some subscribers. Yes. Um, even even the people that we know that want to actively be on our podcast have not le- hit like or subscribe. So that's an issue right there. That's something yeah. we have to overcome and figure out, and we just have to beat our friends over the head until they start doing it. At the very least, we should have our inner circle of friends like and subscribe. But you then have to keep in mind then then we're focusing just on our friend. We're relying on our friends to then get. I mean, do any of them have a presence? Do any of them? I mean, I they're not influencing me. I don't want to be like any of them. <laughs> so no, they're like, not influencing you. But I mean, you got to start somewhere, right? And, and if you have to start with word of mouth, if JP tells two of his friends, if Harrison tells two of his friends, you know, next thing you know, people are listening, they're liking, they're subscribing. That's a good thing. We need to get more people listening and liking and subscribing. The only way I can think of to get a, a mass amount of people to like your show in a very quick way would be to get like a boondoggle of a guest on here, you know, so like a movie star, you know, or something, somebody in the industry yeah. to come on and, and have a conversation about movies. That would be a way to get subscribers. Um, the other one is to just sort of advertise, right? You know, um, Top Guys Movie Podcast, put it everywhere. Hashtag it, put it, you know, everywhere you can possibly think of to put it, put it up and see what happens. Uh, every girl you talk to on Tinder, every 24-year-old with six kids, let them know you have a podcast. I mean, you're out there in the world, Justin. We want, I want Des Moines canvassed. We need to get What's a lot funny of is, people going. <laughs> What's funny is you... You said six kids and she had five, but I wouldn't be surprised if from last week to this week she got. Another- <laughs> <laughs> so, I was ex- yeah, I was exaggerating, but yes, but not I, really. I mean, it's it's possible. So, if she's twenty four and has five kids, she could have two more kids by now, easy. But I also don't want I don't want to focus. I don't want her to be the highlight of our podcast as we move on. So let's just forget about her. Let's she's we're moved on. 
No more rheumatoid arthritis unless that shit gets real. <laughs> if that shit gets real, lupus. Then, then... Is it meningitis? Scoliosis? Lupus? Is it lupus? <laughs> then we're talking big time. Lupus. Yeah, no more of that. That shit gets real. Whatever. No more top 10% salary earner. Big flex. No big deal. Yeah, okay. Affluent. None of Wait, that who's, who's top 10% salary? Is that you? You're the top 10%? Duh. Are you just crushing it over? The, you're never leaving Solar Winds. You're like Brett. You're going to be there. No, like forty. <laughs> no, I'm not. I know. I'm not. I'm not top ten percent. I don't think. I, I mean, I, I would have to look it up. I don't think I am. To be honest with you, it'd be great for dual income, but uh, no one in this town makes any money. And everyone who's thirty-five that's a woman has like thirteen kids. Back to the back to the twenty-four-year-old story, but I didn't want to get into. So that's an issue in itself. Um, that's the world you live in. That's the world you live in. I'm sorry. What about you? I mean, what's? I mean. Uh, you know, I've been I've been rambling. I had a couple of line items. I think I might have had a few more, but I completely forgot them. Um, well, don't I, write them down. Is, don't write them down. Don't prepare. I for never, the show you at know, all. I never, I never write them. I'm never prepared for the show. What comes no. out of my mouth is at the tip of my tongue, two seconds, milliseconds before I actually say. It. I never know. <laughs> I never actually know what I'm going to say ever, and that's why this podcast with JP, it's like uh, he thinks about it because smart people think. My dad's the same way. They're processing shit. It's either that or they slow at processing. Me, I am quick. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, no, it, it makes perfect sense. You're you're a very fast person. You're very highly intelligent. Now, I get that. No, no, no. It has nothing to do with highly intelligent. Some of what I, you know, a lot of what I say is absolutely ridiculous. But my focus is to get it out as quick as possible. Where JP's is to get it as right as possible, but it could take ten minutes because he's staring into the sky thinking about what to say. So your conversation is like the way we like movies. By the way, I rented Spiral last night. Terrible movie. Very stupid. Don't rent it. Not good at all. I mean, I don't want to say that. It's got a lot of star power. Like Chris Rock's pretty good. Uh, you know, you got Samuel L. Jackson in there. You got a couple other really good actors. It's just like the the way that it's filmed. The dialogue is wooden and stupid. I don't really believe any of the characters. Like the gory stuff was just kind of ho hum to me. Like it wasn't like, oh, this is like a new twist on the same thing. It's like, no, it's pretty much the same thing. Just retrot out for the twenty first, twenty twenty one, and it was just, you know. I don't know. It was just, it was okay. I was like the whole, but here's the thing. If I would have rented that movie for two ninety nine, I would have been like, that's a fucking great movie. I love that movie. Ph- phenomenal. Yes, I rented it price. for 19. 19- the whole time, all I'm thinking is, I paid 20 bucks for this thing. I paid 20 yeah. bucks for this thing. I paid yeah. 20 bucks for this thing. And I'm like, I'm not getting my 20 bucks worth out of it. So, yeah. Have we ever was- been satisfied? I mean, maybe Greenland, but that's, Greenland. I mean, Gerard. none of them, Gerard, but none of them's really. Like Wrath of Man. I already know what that's going to be about. Me Jason, too. Yeah, he's going to be running around, killing whatever, all that shit, right? Kind of like yeah. Liam Neeson. I'd rent it right now for four nine. Even though I know for four nine nine, I'm not renting it for nineteen ninety nine. No. Okay, I, it's it'll, I'll watch the whole thing. I already know it. It'll be fine. Whatever. It's not going to, you know. But I might rent maybe the Marksman with Liam Neeson. That's drug cartels, basically. You know, the same shit. Four nine. It's four ninety nine though. So. I might do it tonight. Uh, um, Four ninety nine to me is worth it. You know, I've been like, watching. Um, I've been watching uh, Cruel Summer on Hulu, where it's a, yeah. it's not bad. It's, You've been talking about that for a while. Is it good? Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. It's fine. I watched that. Um, I watched the Dirty John thing. It's slow. The last I'm on the last episode 
now. It's slow for the first like four, um, but she's crazy. This girl's nuts. Let me tell you something. And it's because he pushes her to the limits because he's got a lot of money. So he's able to push her. If I did that to Mary, Dirty John 3. Yeah. <laughs> She and because I'm not pushing her to her limits, not because I necessarily think she's completely like Betty Broderick, but she's not far away from Betty Broderick, like the control thing. And so, um, but if I had a lot of money, oh yeah, I would have. I would literally have a PI following her for the rest of her life. That's kind of <laughs> like basically like the Dan, what this guy did, but in other ways. And so basically, I would just do that. But then I'd be shot. I wouldn't die from lupus. I'd die from a bullet. So yep. not a big deal. Well, I mean, that's what you get when you when you uh, put a baby inside a crazy person. So, yeah, lesson learned or lesson not learned. We'll see. Maybe you'll have another baby before <laughs> or maybe, before you leave uh, Des Moines. No, maybe this kid. Maybe this kid's extremely successful. You know, that would be good. That you know, this. What? I thought you said the kid was going to community college. Well, he's he's living in Ames. He's obviously going to community college. Whether he's that's not that's not obvious. I discuss this with my therapist every fucking Tuesday about about how that it's like ninety eight percent of my worry in this world is how my kid is going to grow up to be an absolute trash bag like everyone else in Ames. <laughs> and I don't say it like that, but I say it close to that, you know. So yeah, there's that. I mean, if you can't be honest with your therapist, who can you be honest with? Exactly. Yes, and she kind so, of agree- she kind of agrees with me, so that's cool. Or maybe she just thinks I'm suicidal. I don't know, but you know what? <laughs> so uh, should we get into this? I mean, what do you want to what do you want to do? Should we yeah, we're at- relax and hang out? Like, what do you want to do here? No, we should get into it. We should get into it. This is because I I feel like this is one of those subjects that we're probably going to revisit at some point. Um, I've, I because I, I feel like a lot of our top picks and a lot of our honorable mentions are going to overlap quite a bit because there are the There's usual like suspects. There's only yeah. like twenty, and all of and some of them are great, some of them are trash, and we, I'm sure you and I picked a lot of the same ones. So yeah. I feel like we can zip through the honorable mentions and then talk about our top picks. Plus, we're at 15 minutes already, so yeah. we got. I, well, I also feel like you really can't fuck up the interpretation on this one. It's baseball movies. That's it. Movies about baseball or somewhat have baseball in it. You know, yes. so I don't want you to tell me that Mighty Ducks is in this thing, okay? Because <laughs> you, you've been interpreting. And so that's. <laughs> no, so I, think that- I've, I think I've got a great top three. I've got all of my uh, honorable mentions, and there's a ton of them. And I, I'm not going to go through and explain all of them or say how great they are. I'm literally just going to flashbang right through all of them. Um, really? Really? Yeah, yeah. Just because there's so many, like I, there's a lot of baseball movies out there. I oh, like man. pretty much every baseball movie that's ever been made. Um, but there's a there's a lot in my top in my honorable mentions. I have thirteen, so ten honorable mentions. That's just because I wrote it down. I don't necessarily need to list all ten, but uh, let's go down the list. And if uh, you start, and if I see it on mine, I'll also say that, and then I'll delete uh, that off the list. Number one in honorable mentions. Oh, so this is an actual number. This is like the actual number one. Like this they're, is, no, number, they're in fourth no, place or just no, no just, particular order. This is my honorable mentions list, but in the top bullet point position in my honorable mentions list is Bull Durham. Okay, not in mine because I hate those old fucking movies. But continue on why <laughs> you like this movie. I, I, uh, I'm, listen, uh, one more thing. 
one thing. I'm I'm not falling to the masses, okay? I'm not no. I'm not a guy who says the movie's good because everybody else in this world likes that movie. Me, Bull Durham, no. I'm not into it. That's not my thing. Not in the heart honorable mentions. It is what it is. Yes. Go. Continue. <laughs> All great baseball movies talk about the psychology of the game and the heart of the game. Um, and also, and Bull Durham does that so well and so perfectly. And Susan Sarandon is hot as shit in, in it. And uh, it's just a great baseball. It's funny. It's heartfelt. It's about the game. And it's just, and it's a classic. It's one of the many Kevin Costner baseball movies that, that he's made throughout his career. I think he's made like four or five. So the very next one is Field of Dreams, another Kevin Costner baseball movie. Uh, JP's argument is that it's not really a baseball movie. Um, because it's more about the relationship between his, him and his dad, but I disagree. The guy built a baseball field in his backyard in Iowa. Uh, you're kind of in Field of Dreams country, aren't you, Justin? Well, I mean, I'm in Iowa, so yeah, I am in Field of Dreams. If you just said Field of Dreams was in Iowa, I'm in Iowa. So yes, I mean, <laughs> uh, kind of. I mean, I don't, I'm in it. I don't know if you if you know where it is or how far away the field is or or whatever, but it's oh it's, it's, oh yeah. I I don't know and I don't really give a shit because that's not on my list either. That's Field of Dreams and Bull Dorm, neither one of those made. I can't wait to hear your list. It's going to be garbage. All right, number three, The Natural. That's not Four, on my list either. Of course, because it's old and you would never watch it. But uh, amazing movie, uh, just for the soundtrack alone. Da-da, da-da-da-da, so good. Uh, and JP wanted me to bring up that they changed the ending, uh, that he was supposed to die in the end, and that he, he hits the home run, and he doesn't, and they made it a feel-good thing after the audience saw it and said, I, don't, I hate this movie because the, the lead character dies. Um, they do that with a lot of movies, but The Natural is one of them that they, that they did it with, and some purists really want it to be like that. Um, I think it's perfect, and I saw it when I was a really little kid. It might be maybe the first baseball movie I've ever seen. Um, and it's just, you know, it's what everybody wants to be is the best athlete out there and, and uh, you know, at, at the height of their game. So next one. Excuse me Heard real it. quick. I am, yes. I am three hours away from Field of Dreams. So if I'm feeling bored one day, maybe I'll go. Yeah, take Nash, go out there and look at the field. Maybe Let me play tell you catch. something. Nash is six years old, but Nash ain't stupid. Nash was, was not. He does not want to go to Field of Dreams, <laughs> and which is smart. No one, no. you don't want to drive in a car for six total hours to see a stupid field with corn around it. Very true. Very it's true. It's the same I, thing like waiting in line at a restaurant for, for an hour. Like nothing is worth waiting an hour for. Well, an hour maybe, but when you're in the two three hours, like and someone's, they're like, oh yeah, we'll just wait, or even like just a regular restaurant. It's like, oh yeah, it's a forty five minute wait, and like I hear people, yeah, we'll just wait. No, that's absolutely absurd. What about the so, days before cell phones and stuff? Like, if you went into a, you had to walk into a restaurant, they'd yeah. say forty five minute wait, and then you're like, okay, I'm gonna stay. What do you do? You just stare at the wall for forty five minutes. There's nothing to do. That's a good point. Um, yeah, I guess I you know. go to the you go to the bar, you get a drink, you get an appetizer, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. All right, we're off. We're off track. Fever pitch. Okay. So Honorable fever, mention. Fever pitch is in one of my top ones, and I'm gonna tell you why. Now right. this okay, so we're kind of going all off the board, and I'll repeat the fever pitch when we're in our top. So all you listeners out there will remember because I'm sure the fan base that we attract, you guys aren't that smart. So, 
Like when when we do start getting an audience, and when it comes, they're not from Harvard. Okay, no. like we already no, know our demographic. You know, so, so community college, community college. Well, it's not even yeah. necessarily community college, but these guys are just like you know, these guys are meat sticks. Like you know, it's, it, it is what it is. And the funny thing is, we're not even like that. But the but we are going. That's who we're going to attract. We're of going course. to attract the guys wearing chubbies, the full set. They got the cro- <laughs> they got the croakies. They're wearing sperries. You know, their name's Trip. He thinks he's a badass. He has like he's like the third. He maybe had sex twice before he was eighteen. He thinks he's really cool. Drinker. Uh, anyways, back to this. So <laughs> the reason the reason Fever Pitch is because the change and they had to make mid-movie or at the end of the movie. Yeah. So I thought it was a good movie. And so the change, do you want to explain the change if you know what it is or do you want me to explain it? I want you to explain it because this will be good. All right. So basically the end of the movie was going to be uh, the last Red Sox game, I believe. The Red Sox were down 3-1 to uh, to the Yankees in the AL uh, championship. And so that was when the movie was going to wrap up. But the... Red Sox ended up winning the next three games, which is unheard of. And the director said, we're going to have to change the ending of this story. And so when they were kissing and the end of the story happens in St. Louis game four, when the Red Sox actually won the world series. And I believe that's the first world series in a long time. And that was like Boston was going nuts. So that's the reason why. I chose Fever Pitch. I don't necessarily the movie is all right. I just like you know I like you change the adversity. You know you're you're moving, you're grooving. You know one thing I do. That- I love that too. And yeah, that's you explained it very well. So that's exactly what happened. There was it was supposed to be about the heartbreak of Boston losing another uh, chance at the World Series, like they had done for you know eighty plus years, the curse of the Bambino, all that stuff. Um, and they just happened to be filming a movie about a guy who loves the Boston Red Sox the year that they broke the curse of the Bambino using sabermetrics and all that other stuff. So yeah, it was uh, they refilmed it, they reshot the ending, and, and there's a there's a scene of Drew Barrymore and Jimmy Fallon actually on the field um, kissing when they won the World Series. So it's uh, it's a pretty cool story. I agree. I like the adversity. I like the change. Good stuff there. Yeah. Uh, my ne- next honorable mention: Hardball. Yeah, that's an honorable mention as all, just because that kid and he dies. G-Baby, dude. I love G-Baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. And, uh, you know, Keanu and the gambling aspect of it, and, you know, that's a big part of baseball, or people that love baseball, too. And I also like that he wasn't, like, some former amazing baseball player. You know, he just was some scumbag, trash bag guy from Detroit who, who needed money, so he ended up coaching this team, but it ended up changing his life. Good stuff. Let me uh, tell you something. That, let me tell you yeah. something. That kid was very good looking. Is he, I wonder if he's still good looking. Very cute kid. I bet you he's ugly. I bet you he's really ugly. I you know what? While, while we discuss, yeah, I need to see what this kid looks like because I remember he's very cute kid. Very oh, cute a, kid. Adorable. D. Warren, D. Wayne Warren is his name. Um, let's see if I can find a picture of him these days. He was a very, very, very cute kid. Uh, oh, he's got a Phillies jersey on in this one. I don't know. There's no oh, there he is in jail. Oh, here's a high-speed oh. chase. Dwayne Warren. Are you serious? Through three cities. I don't know if this is G-Baby, though. I mean, Dwayne Warren's fairly generic. Well, how are you spelling Bond has Dwayne? been set for the truck. Oh, yeah. Well, no, well, it's, not, well, it's not him. That's not He's him. Good. This is him. Here he is. He looks... No, here he is. He's wearing a Cubs jersey, and you can tell it was him because... 
His yeah, face, he lo- his face. He looks yeah, exactly. He looks exactly the same. He looks. He, he looks does. great. He looks exactly the same. He looks good. Good looking guy. Not as good looking as when he was younger. It is what it is. Probably has big dick, but that is what it is too. Um, but that's in my honorable mention. <laughs> Maybe we could get him to send out some dick pics to promote the Top Guys podcast. Yeah, I mean, we did just put him in honorable mention of all time baseball movies, and the fact that, that he's even in there, like I just gave you a shout out, Dwayne. I don't know what you're doing now. Probably working at DSW Shoes. But here's the thing: <laughs> I'm helping you out. I'm promoting you. Okay. <laughs> And this is not a racist thing. The DSW is because I've never seen him in another movie after that. That's true. He hasn't been okay. in a whole lot of stuff. Kind of like I the Butthole even... Surfers, you know, all those bands. They're probably working at, at Michael's and Ross's because, you know, they're not, you know, the <laughs> crash test dummies. With all the... <laughs> those guys are Canadian, so they're working at, uh, I don't know, whatever's Canadian. Um, a donut shop. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, let's continue. Yeah. Tim Hortons. They're working at Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons. Uh, uh, the Sandlot. Uh, that's in mine only. It's a good movie. It's solid. I, there's nothing I could say about it. I mean, it is what it is. Everyone knows what it is. There's nothing special. It's just it's just good, solid. You know, and that is what it nothing is. Nothing special, dude. That's uh, that's a great movie. My kids love that movie too. Uh, they'll watch it every single time. I mean, it's got some classic lines in it. You're killing me, Smalls. Everyone still says that years and years, years later. Uh, and it's just a it's just a fun kid movie, you know. If you're if you're gonna watch a movie with your kids, you want it to be a baseball movie. The Sandlot couldn't be better. Uh, fantastic movie. Uh, the next one is in line with that. Bad News Bears. And put that in there. Great movie. Uh, I even like the remake with uh, what's his name, Angelina Jolie's ex husband, Billy Bob Thornton. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton. That one's even pretty funny too. But uh, I saw Bad News Bears when I was a kid, and I was on a little league team, and it sucked. So I, uh, I I recognized or I empathized or sympathized with those kids, uh, and I just loved that movie when I was a kid. Um, this one's kind of controversial. So Brewster's yeah. Millions. This is an old movie. You've never seen it probably. It's Richard Pryor, hilarious. But he he stars as a he's a pitcher in a minor league team, and he inherits like millions of dollars, and he has to spend it within thirty days if he wants to make three hundred million dollars. So it's it's a fun movie, but it's not really a baseball movie. Okay. Uh, this next one's pretty good. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's called The Phenom. Is that with... Uh, I've heard of it. Um, still not yeah. on my list. I you, you you know you said all the crossover, not on my list. Yeah, I love it. I'm glad the that Phenom from the 2016. This oh, yep. this is Ethan Hawke, Paul Giamatti. I, eh, no, it's, it's very good. It's very. Good. It's about a troubled kid who has a fast ball that's amazing and then he loses it and he can't figure out how to throw a straight pitch anymore and it turns out you know he was kind of abused by his dad and uh and wanted him to be great and now he's just kind of falling apart it's it's very, oh, very i've good. seen the end of it his dad's like a low life right yeah yeah his dad's a trash bag okay yeah maybe i'll watch that again it looks like there's a jewish guy in it so i'll watch it <laughs> Paul Adelstein. I mean, he is Jewish. Paul Adelstein is Jewish. It's, it's not like it looks like there's a Jewish guy. I mean, yeah, Jewish Paul Giamatti's Jewish, too. And he's, I think he? he's Jewish and Italian. Yeah. Oh, a cashew? He's a cashew? I think he's a cashew. Interesting. All right. <laughs> well, I got I to gotta support the Ashkenazis. Um, got it. You know, I watched what movie? Did, uh, you know, I'm getting off topic. I was going to talk about the movie that I just saw with uh, what's his name in it. I can't think of it. Continue. Go. All right. Uh, yes. So, very next movie on my list is A League of Their Own. Um, this almost That's made it into mind. my top. Th- yeah, that almost made it into my top three. 
Love this movie. Uh, it's just so heartfelt. Tom Hanks has one of the best roles ever. He says one of the most iconic baseball lines of all time. There is no crying in baseball. Um, and it's just so well acted in the, uh, with Gina Davis and Lori Petty and Madonna and Rosie O'Donnell. And it, just that ensemble cast of women is so good. Uh, and it does exactly what I talked about with Bull Durham, where it talks about the mental aspect of the game and the hard aspect of the game um, and committing to it and loving it. And also with the backdrop of World War II. So th the stakes were maybe even a little higher. Uh, great movie. Cannot recommend it enough. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Yeah, I feel like everybody is, has seen that. So. Yeah. Uh, next one is 42. Chadwick Boseman as Jackie Robinson. I ain't watched that either. I, I don't watch. I haven't watched. I don't watch up to date sports movies. It's not my thing. So you don't watch old sports movies, and you don't watch up to date sports movies. Yeah, I middle middle of the range. I can't wait to hear your list. It's going to be garbage. Um, rookie of the year, Disney movie, but great story. Yeah, rookie of the year. Rookie of the year is in my top three, and I'm going to tell you oh, why. This is a childhood. Please. This this movie's phenomenal. Your kid breaks his arm. He's you know single mother thing. Then he's got the then he's got the boyfriend situation. Hates the boyfriend. So then in the meantime, I'm like, oh, I bet you I hope Nash hates, you know, Mary's boyfriend. It's like this whole scenario. But anyways, back to the thing, <laughs> you know. And then so there's that there's that. You got that side, and then you got the kid with the broken arm, who's now throwing heaters, playing for the Cubs because something with his arm, and you know he could throw faster. Then the dad the stepdad or step boyfriend whatever you want to call it he's kind of trying to use him now yeah. you know he's like managing him and then she throws scumbag. him out the front door scumbag probably what i would do though if my stepkid was like really good at something if i had a stepkid i would 100 try to get as much money from him as i can absolutely so absolutely. what he was doing was not out of out of the ordinary um but i'm gonna put that in uh that's definitely uh in my top three um Top, yeah, top three. Great movie, great movie. Uh, my last honorable mention is Beer League. With that Arnie is in Lang. mine. I watched that movie as well. Um, <laughs> you, talk, why don't you talk about the movie? Because you know, I'm, I'm hogging, I'm hogging the screen time. Was what they like to say. No, no, you go ahead. I, I like this. I like commenting. You know, you, you're good shooting from the hip. You go, and I'll, I'll throw in some stuff. Okay, so honestly, I remember the movie. I remember how stupid it was. They were fight. They were fighting uh, to try to to stay in the league. Uh, Karate Kid dude was in the movie as well. Basically, yeah. a bunch of Italian, um, you know, dirt East bags. Coast guys. Dirt East bags. Coast guys. The reason I put it in here is because Artie Ling like doesn't have a nose anymore. Yeah, he does. And so I'm giving it. props to the cocaine addiction, abuse, no nose. You're in my honorable mentions. Shout out Artie Ling. <laughs> The movie sucked. You have no nose. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's it. That's my honorable mention. Did I did I not check off any of your honorable mentions? So, and if I didn't, so then you, let's hear them. You did, but I'm going to go with my – I got a couple more. I got a couple right. more. Um, uh, we're going to start with uh, Angels in the Outfield. Great. Love Tony it. Tony Danza, the whole scenario. Wait, was that G-Baby? G-Baby's not in Angels in the Outfield. <laughs> no. There, okay, so there's the orphanage, okay, and there's two yeah. boys. There's two boys. Uh, is one of them G Baby? No. Adrian Brody is in Angels in the Outfield. Yeah. All right. Well, well, riddle me this. Anyways, I love the movie Angels. Christopher Lloyd, I love him. 
Matthew McConaughey is in the movie. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. This is actually a star cut. Oh, JP is it's Milton Davis Jr. Kind of looks like G yeah, Baby, to be quite honest with you. Um, I mean, you probably think Danny Glover looks like G Baby because you're racist. No, they, um. <laughs> <laughs> no, they do kind of look. Uh, t- Taylor Negron, he, someone I recognize. Yeah. Neil McDonough. There's a lot of people in this movie that I recognize. McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. Who was he? The pitcher? Was he one of the players? Ben Williams. Uh, yeah, I think he was one of the players. Anyways, I thought the movie was good. They always had that aspect, you know, this, the the uh, sad story aspect, and then they get adopted because um, they win the pennant. Or I don't know, even know if they won the pennant, but they're supposed to win the pennant. The point is, it's in my top three. Okay. No, no, it's not in my top three. It's in my honorable mention, my bad. Honorable mentions, yeah. All right, then the next one, The Fan. Yeah, that was almost, that almost made my list. It really did. But then I I left it out the last minute. I thought it might have been a little too. uh, It's a little boring, to be honest. It is a little, but it's it's also very, very good. Um, It's about, you know, people that obsess over this type of stuff, and it's it's pretty interesting. I love how De Niro at the end is is the catcher. Yeah. Um, so that's that's uh, my other one. Summer Catch, Freddie Prince Jr., Jessica Biel. Never Just, saw it. Yeah. Uh, so basically the Cape Cod League, which is a pretty popular minor league baseball summer thing. Good guys play out there. Freddie Prince Jr. mowing mowing her father's lawn to make some extra money. You know, the whole, like, I'm poor, I'm rich thing, they meet thing, love it, two great-looking people. Freddie Fritz Jr. fell off the face of the earth. Jessica Biel, Justin Timberlake, cheating, all that. Love him. Summer catch, honorable mention. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Is that all your honorable mentions? No, it's not all my honorable mentions. Oh, all right. I have two more. I have two more. Let me look. What's the clock say? Well, I wanted to to discuss our actual picks. That's the only reason. It's three minutes... It's three minutes after the half hour. All right, so we'll that's... be done at 40, okay? Now, let me right. keep talking. The audience needs this. The next one is Mr. 3000. Bernie Mac. Yeah, he's... he's, he's uh, so, basically, it's like seven years after he retires, they took back a hit for some reason, and then he had to go for Mr. He had to go for this 3000th hit. I don't know if it was seven years. I just made that up, but don't worry about it. The point is, he's way retired, has to go back to, try, to go aim for the 3000th. 3,000th hit. You know, it takes him a long time. People hate him because he's cocky. Then he becomes a team favorite. The whole thing. Ups and downs, ups and downs. I just like the movie. Got the job done. That's my other honorable mention. I have one more, so do not fucking interrupt me. Next one. Next one is Moneyball. Not in my top three. Wow. Okay. Okay. Here's my problem. Okay. I'm going to be honest with you. Now I'm going to talk serious. Okay. There's big name actors in there. This is probably in your top three. Okay. Uh, it is. Big name actors. But here's the thing. And it's not even so much the movie. They never won a World Series. So when you talk about how this analytics analytics in baseball is so successful, they never won a World Series. So I don't understand how successful it is. Well, they also talk in the movie about what a... He says there's rich teams, there's poor teams, there's 30 feet of shit, and then there's, and then there's the Oakland A's. So they're, he said they're literally the last dog at the bowl when it comes to players. So when you apply sabermetrics or the mathematics of what they were doing in Oakland to a team like the Red Sox or the Yankees, then you start to see real results because you're getting players who have high batting averages, who have who consistently get on base, who know how to game the system now. If you're using guys like you and me to play against the Yankees and the Red Sox, they're never going to win because they're always going to have the best players and they're always going to be the most coachable. So that's why 
the Oakland A's haven't won a pennant or haven't won a World Series yet uh, is because they don't because they they know how to scout, they know how to find the best players, but those players always get swooped up and taken by the bigger dogs. I also don't like Brad Pitt, so that's another one. Get the fuck! Are you serious? You don't like yeah, Brad Pitt? I'm not a Brad. I mean, you make that. Yeah, I'm not a Brad Pitt fan. I mean, it He's, is what it is. Name I'm a not, movie of Brad Pitt's that you don't like. All right. Well, while you go with your number three, I'm gonna search it right now, and I'll and I'll tell you in three seconds. He's like a Leo, dude. He like uh, he does top. No, all his movies stop. are stop. He's not Leonardo DiCaprio. Stop. I, I mean, he might stop. be better. We've had this conversation, to be honest with you. I know. Like, we, I feel like we have this conversation like at least... Benjamin Biden. Yeah, you're right. That movie was kind of boring. Ad Astra. Um, all right, again, long and boring. I'll give you that. Oh, A River Runs Through. It's phenomenal. Great okay, movie. So Great good. Movie. Great movie. All right, all right so I, I, Moneyball's my, my number three in my top picks. Um, I couldn't disagree with you more. We ta- I talked about the aspect of baseball with uh, talking about the the head of the game, the analytics of the game, and the heart of the game and having that heart. And I mean, they tell that story so well and intersperse it together where they talk about the sabermetrics and the mathematics of figuring out how to get people on base, that you're buying runs, you're not buying players. And then also, you know, all of the great scenes with Brad Pitt uh, freaking out and, you know, yelling at the, the younger Giambi brother, Jeremy Giambi, about, you know, celebrating after a loss. Uh, him not being able to watch the games because it's too gut wrenching. Uh, him, him, literally saying the the line, "How can you not be sentimental about baseball?" I mean, it is there's it just marries those two ideas together so well, and it's so wonderfully acted by what by such an amazing cast. Um, you've got uh, you've got Brad Pitt, you've got Jonah Hill, who I think was nominated for an Oscar for this movie for his performance because really? he did, yeah, he did a such a great job in that movie. Uh, and then you've got uh, Robin Wright is in it as well, plays his ex-husband or her, his ex-wife. Um, and there's just, you know, just just great performances, great movie. Uh, love it from top to bottom. So that's my number three. What's your number two? Or what's your number three? Well, the, the number three is a tie of Fever Pitch and Rookie of the Year. And, I, and so we've already discussed those movies because you ruined it earlier. <laughs> All right, what's your number one? Well, my number two, because I, I have four. Oh, you what's know, your number two? My number two is Little Big League. Never saw it. So this is part of the Angels in the Outfield and Rookie of the Year. Little Big League, his grandfather owns a Twins. His grandfather dies. Somehow, you know, made a video right before he died with his will, said my grandson will take over the Twins. Um, and he is now the manager of the Twins. There's actually some real baseball action in it. Um, so not a bad movie. There's some, uh, who who's in that movie? Luke Edwards is the kid. You would know who he is if you looked at him. Um, but there's appearances by, uh, Randy Johnson's in it. Jonathan mm-hmm. Silverman's in it. Um, Yvonne Rodriguez, the catcher. I don't know if he's in the hall of fame, but he might be Wally Joyner. Um, I love the movie. You know, it's just a silly, stupid kind of like you know, kind of like little giants, angels in the outfield, all those type of sports movies. That's the type of movie I like. You know, so you love that's that. number two. That's number two. Let's hear what your number two is. I'm sure this is going to be a doozy. It's going to be like it's going to be like uh, <laughs> just got. All right, let me give you. I let me give you the benefit of the doubt. Okay, go major league. That's my number one. That's my number two. Love it. Major, I lo- love hilarious. One of the one of the, and I, I think that they've done polls with actual baseball players, 
And with actual baseball players, Major League is pretty much across the board everyone's favorite baseball movie. It is fucking hilarious um, from beginning to end. It's so great. The Cleveland Indians, you couldn't come up with a better team uh, for fodder for comedy than that team. Uh, and Charlie Sheen is so... When I was a kid, I thought he was the coolest guy ever. You know, throws a, a crazy wild fastball and has the cool haircut. Uh, Rick Vaughn. Cor- yeah, Rick Vaughn, Ricky Vaughn, wild thing. Uh, the Japanese guys that talk in Japanese while they're cleaning the field, making fun of the teams, hilarious. Uh, yeah, just all the way around. Joe Boo and, and all that stuff. I think um, it's just hilarious because there are so many different... They all are a different personality, really. I mean, I can't... All of them have like this very weird thing about them. There's the there's the rich guy who plays third base. He's like the oldest guy, the most established. Yeah. Corbin Va- Burnson, yeah. Yeah, and Vaughn bangs his wife, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're all different. Yeah, Shabu or whatever. He doesn't say a word with the snake. He's all sketchy and shit. I that I mean that guy. That's a guy you don't you don't even you don't even look at. It's the end of that. No. Uh, yeah, that that is. Uh, I I liked it. I'm specifically talking about Major League. I think Major League Two is probably around the same. I think Major League Three they went off the rocker because I think it's like no one from the movie, right? Right. I yeah. Major League Three is more of like let's just get something out there and make a quick buck. Um, mm-hmm. So that's my number two. So you fucking my number one. You ruined that. So let's hear your number one. I'm sure your number one's going to be a doozy. Is it like radio or something? Nothing about baseball. It's just like. <laughs> Remember the Titans, because like, because well, I think we've run out of baseball movies. So I have no, no, no. Idea. We definitely have not run out of baseball movies. There's quite a few more. There's like For Love of the Game, and there's a uh, there's a couple more that are out there okay. that are pretty good. That didn't even make it in my honorable mentions just because I thought my list was too long. But my number one baseball movie is is called Stealing Home. It's got uh, Jodie Foster in it. It's got uh, uh, what's his name, Mark Harmon, isn't it? When back when Mark Harmon was young and handsome. Uh, and just one of the top looking guys around in the eighties. Um, but it's about a kid who was, who was good at baseball, you know, went on and played some minor league and then kind of crapped out. Um, and then he finds out that his childhood sweetheart has committed suicide and he goes back to, and it takes place in Pennsylvania. And, uh, and so he goes back to, of course I like it cause it's like right outside of Philly or it takes place near Philly. Uh, and he goes back to, uh, to, to get the ashes of his, of his ex-girlfriend who left him his ashes and he doesn't know why. And he reconnects with all of his friends. He, finally, he figures out what's going on and then he joins another minor league team and, and starts playing again. It's, it, is, it is heartfelt. It is beautifully... I mean, you got Jodie Foster in there You know, when she's young at the height of her powers. Mark mm-hmm. Harmon, great, great looking guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a lot of really great actors in there. And if you haven't seen Stealing Home and you're listening to this... Uh, it's two ninety nine on Amazon, so I, I recommend getting it and watching it because it's very, very good. I have an issue with this pick. What? Well, how could you have an issue with? First of all, I know you've never seen this movie. I've never Second, seen it. I've never heard of it, but I have an issue with this pick. The right. baseball is very limited. I mean, I'm reading the IMDb. This is not a baseball movie. He played. It's it. absolutely a baseball movie. They're on the field at Veterans Stadium at a certain point in the movie where they where they play. Where the guy's pitching to him, it's at night. There's nobody else on the field. There's there's whole parts at the beginning of the movie where him and his buddy are playing baseball. They're traveling by train. They're going to different towns in Pennsylvania and playing baseball and coming back. It's 100% centered around baseball when he's a kid, and then it's all about him kind of overcoming his demons and getting back to baseball at the end again. 100% a baseball movie. 
I'm shocked. There's a little bit of overlap. Um, I'm, I'm not going to knock it. It is what it is. Your tastes. You, you got a, you've got a um, caviar taste and what is it? I forgot what this the saying. Beer is. budget. It Champagne taste and a beer has, budget. Yeah, something to do with your poorness. But well, if we're talking about, <laughs> if we're talking about, if we're talking about beer budget, like I said, Justin, stealing home two ninety nine on Amazon. I ran it. If you don't like it, I'll, I'll Venmo you three bucks. It's very, very good. All right, I that I will try it and I will let the audience know. Uh, probably not the next time because I have better things to do. But within the next, you know, few few months or within a year, by twenty twenty two, I will have watched this movie. That's a that's a, a very steep commitment, and I'm glad you're making it right now. Speaking of which, what are we going to talk about in the next podcast? You know, at this point, I don't know. We're just rambling, bumping, and jumping. I think we're going to have a special guest, folks. We're going to have a special guest. Um, if they can figure out their, their audio situation. No, JP. no. I'm taking Marissa's out. Marissa's out th- first. She's had her chance. She can come back. But now JP or Tony is the next one in. Yeah, we're tagging JP in next week. We'll figure out something that will fit JP's sensibilities, and we'll get back to it. Well, him. I'm going to ask him. I'm literally going to text him right now and say, pick a topic. If Go by tomorrow morning. I want to see what he says because then, you know, and if it's not, if it's good, we'll go. If it's not, whatever. I mean, even if it's not, we'll just go with it. It's fine. I mean, yeah, you know, let's, let's, let's stretch our legs a little bit. Let's, let's let JP pick a few things. He's, he's not necessarily a top guy. I mean, we'll call him a top guy because he's going to be on the show, but he's, you know, he's a good guy. So we'll have him around. Well, audience, um, just to give you a heads up, and I don't know, even know if this is going to be recorded. I really hope this makes the, makes the, uh, uh, the podcast. If we, how old am I? Thirty-one, uh, thirty-five, thirty-one. So if we subtracted twenty years, and it was yeah. two thousand and one, um, I would hate JP. I already know that we would never have been friends. No, for sure. If I met him in my mid twenties, I never would be friends with him because he's because he's Republican. <laughs> he's you know he's he's got all these qualities about him that I don't necessarily enjoy, but somehow. Through working at Solar Winds with him, I like uh, it. I, it makes I like zero it. sense. It really makes zero sense. It, on paper, I should hate him, but I don't. He's a great I guy. I know. I know. So that's like people. Who, that's like people who beat off to Roseanne. <laughs> <laughs> on paper, it sounds ridiculous. I mean, it's good. That yeah. You know, I mean, it is what it who is. knows. You never yeah. know until you try it. Exactly. All right. Listen. For the Top Guys Movie Podcast, this is Jim Davis. I'm Justin Gardy. And we will see you next time.